Hello and welcome to another episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. I'm your host, Zach. Remember, if you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast, please email me at hauntedhtx at gmail.com. I hope everyone is doing well. It's Pride Weekend here in Houston, and I wanted to say happy Pride to everyone and to stay safe. I've got one story for y'all tonight, and it's a bit different, but it's really good, and I think y'all will enjoy it. So, let's jump in. This story comes from Angry Mama Bear. There is something in the woods. I had previously posted this story with my wife's account a couple of days ago in Bigfoot. I didn't know what we had seen, and it wasn't until someone replied with, feel free to post on Backwoods Creepy. This really caught me off guard as I had never heard of Glimmerman, Wendigo, or Crawler before. Now, I haven't read too much into this topic as I have a lot going on but I soon realized that this ties in with just about everything that has happened since we moved in a year ago. I am going to start with the seemingly unrelated incidences that have led up to this most recent eye-opening experience. About a year ago, I moved my family to a home way out in the woods of Tennessee. I wanted to be brief here, but I need to get this off my chest, and after looking into this matter a little more, I have a lot more details that I think will paint a clear picture in the end, so please bear with me. The nights here can be extremely loud. Between the crickets, the tree frogs, and the cicadas, it can almost be deafening. One night, not too long after we moved in, I had forgotten something in my car and headed outside to get it. The first thing that struck me as odd was that my dog wouldn't go outside with me. My dog goes everywhere with me as I am her whole world, but not this night. As I held the door open, she looked out and then looked up at me like, nope. So I walked outside and shut the door behind me. The second thing that caught me off guard was that there was not a peep. It was dead silent. Still, shrugged this off and walked down my front steps and headed down to my car. When I had gotten about 10 feet from my car, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I felt as though something was watching me. I looked around but saw nothing. After I reached in my car for what I had forgotten to grab earlier, I had this feeling like something was moving toward me. I took a step back and checked around me. All of a sudden, I heard one of the hedges next to me that lined the walkway to our front door rattle. At first I thought this was a rabbit that I had spooked, as I had seen one just earlier in the day right where this was. A few seconds later, I heard the sound of a large rock about the size of a cantaloupe landing a few feet away from me. It hit the walkway and bounced into a shrub. I drew my gun and called out that whoever this was is about to be shot. A few seconds of nothing, I began to think this was maybe some local teenagers messing with the new people. I holstered my sidearm and started to walk back toward my front door. Almost as soon as I turned toward my house, I heard this deep panting sound. It sounded like a huge dog, but what made me nope back to my front door was that it sounded like it was right behind me. I leaped onto my porch, turned and drew my gun again, expecting to see something right there, but again, there was nothing. 
A couple of weeks later, I was on the porch at night, sitting on a bench with my wife. She got up and walked inside to get something, and as soon as she shut the door, I heard the panting sound again. I couldn't see anything, yet this sounded like it was right on top of me. The sound was coming from everywhere, and it was very loud. Again, I couldn't see anything, so I noped it back inside my house. Now, at this point, I was questioning moving here, but after nothing else happened, I let it go. A month or so later, it was a rainy and stormy night. This was around 9pm and my wife and I enjoyed listening to the rain and talking about how relaxing it was. Me, having grown up in Oregon, loved the rain. And for the past 10 years, we lived in Vegas where it would dump the entire year of rain in one day and then be bone dry for the rest of the year. For my wife, who grew up in Nevada, Rain was such a rare thing, she loved going outside to watch it. So for us, this was an enjoyable experience. Except for this night in particular, things took a weird turn. As we were sitting there talking about the rain and relaxing, my wife stops me and said, Did you hear that? I said, No, what did you hear? She said, I swear it sounded like a small child calling for help out in the woods beside our house. I said, no, I didn't hear anything. After a few moments of us listening, she said, there it is again. I said, I didn't hear anything, sweetie. Are you sure you're not just hearing things? She looked at me offended that I didn't hear anything and said, no, I am positive. How could you not hear that? It was our son. I think he's out there and got lost. I said, no, he's in the house sleeping on the couch. We both looked through the blinds that were open right behind us and we could see all of our children laying there. She said, that's so weird. It, I swear it sounded like our son. I said, well, it isn't him. Besides, I don't hear anything. She then stands up and says, Wow, he's really crying out for help. I need to go look for him. Now, at this point, if you knew my wife, you would know she is absolutely creeped out by the woods and wouldn't be caught dead walking into them during daylight, much less at nighttime during a storm. I grabbed her hand and said, I have been listening intently, and there is absolutely nobody calling for help. You need to stay here. At this point, I am getting worried about her. She's acting completely out of character. Not to mention that at this time, she is eight months pregnant with our baby daughter. She then says, what if there is some child out there lost in the woods? I said, well, first off, I would be able to hear them too. Secondly, there are no other kids around here for miles, and the odds of them being lost 100 feet from our house that is lit up like a Christmas tree is nil. She says, I know, but what if there's a kid? Before I could say anything else, she stands up and starts walking toward the stairs. I jumped up and grabbed her hand again and said, no, you're not. Get in the house. I don't know what's going on, but you need to get inside. She complies and we both go in. I didn't know what this was, but it freaked me out. A few months after this, just as it was getting dark outside, I heard the front door open to our house open. 
and I got up to investigate. We have autistic six-year-old twins, and we have the door set up so that they can't open it without us there. So to hear this sound, it could only be my wife. What was weird was the fact that she usually doesn't go outside without saying anything to me. I walked out front and saw my wife walking down our private drive toward the drive on the side of our house. I asked her what she is doing and she said that she was sitting on the back patio and kept hearing a baby crying out in the woods. I said, seriously, and you just decided to walk off into the woods to investigate? She then looks out into the woods and says, see, there it is again. Again, I can't hear anything, but what I did notice is that it was completely silent out again. I told her just like before the chances of a baby being out in the woods outside of our house is slim and that she needed to get back in the house. She said, what if someone left a baby out there? I said, well, if that were true, I would hear it too. Now at this point, I was really starting to worry about my wife's mental health. I asked her to see a psychiatrist and she did. Now looking back, I feel really bad about this knowing what I know. A key to this moment was that my wife had just given birth to our baby girl one month before. A few days after this, we are out on our front porch. It's the early evening and I had just mowed the lawn this day, and our three-year-old son was riding around on his little car in front of the house. Now he knows that he is not allowed outside of a certain area that we mapped off. He loves playing outside, but with the road behind 50 feet from our front porch, we have to be careful, as a lot of boaters will fly through after drinking all day on their boats. As we are talking, we are both keeping an eye on him. A neighbor drives up and stops to say hi for a second. This interaction took approximately 8 seconds as all they said was, How are things? We said, Good. He told us that he would stop by later as his wife got something for our kids, who also happens to be one of their teachers. And we said, okay, great, and he drove off. I looked over where our son was and he was gone. I called out his name and ran over to the side of the house and could hear his car on our side drive. I scolded him for leaving the area and he said something in his three-year-old gibberish and pointed to the woods behind our house. I said he had five seconds to get back to the front of the house or else. And he adamantly pointed back in the direction of the woods and kept trying to tell me something. I looked off in the direction and just assumed he saw a deer or a squirrel or something and wanted to see it up close. I walked him back up to the front of the house and he cried the whole way there. He got really upset that I wouldn't let him go into the woods, but I just wrote this off as him being as curious as most three-year-old boys are. Now, this incident isn't isolated, as our twins have done similar things, but nothing quite as extreme as this. There have been nights when we had just laid down for the night and heard a loud bang on the side of our house on the wall behind our bed. It was so loud that I jumped up and looked out the window. Our floodlight had come on, but I could not see anything. Now, the weird part about this is that our bedroom sits about 12 feet from the ground level, as we have a full-sized basement that's cinder block. 
I put on my slippers and grabbed one of my 12-gauge shotguns and walked outside to investigate. It was dead silent again. The floodlight that was on the side of the house had clicked off at this point, so I walked over to the end of the deck and shined my light around the yard. There was nothing. I walked around the house and shined the light around intently. As I approached the backside of my house, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. It felt like someone was watching me. I shined the light up in the trees, but again, nothing. I rounded the corner, and the first thing I noticed was that my three dogs that were in their area weren't making a peep. Now, our dogs have no filter and will bark at anyone and everyone. This includes me. So to see them all hiding with their tails between their legs, not making a peep, really had me worried. As I kept walking, all of a sudden the crickets and frogs started making sounds again. It was as if someone had flicked a switch. I walked back into the house and told my wife that I hadn't seen anything. She shrugged and said, Okay, as long as our dogs were okay. Due to the circumstances that night, I decided to let the dogs in and sleep with us. This very same thing has happened on all four exterior walls of our house. It's random and annoying, but just like this instance, every time nothing is going on outside. There have also been times when we are sitting in the house, and as I was watching a movie, my wife walked over to me and said, Did you just call me? I said no, and she said she swears she heard me call her name in her ear. She said that it was definitely my voice, but she didn't understand because it sounded so close, and I was a good 20 feet from her in my recliner. The important part of this was that she was sitting at the table doing something, and the slider to the backyard was open behind her. Now, our back patio sits about 20 feet off the ground and is like a balcony as it has no stair access outside. I think the previous owner built it for barbecuing. There have been several instances where she would say she heard someone whisper in her ear, but she couldn't make out the sound. Again, I kept thinking she was going crazy, but as you will see, I think all of this tied into this final moment where things are revealed. The last thing I want to mention before we get into what just happened is that I have a shooting range built behind my workshop on the opposite side of our property next to the main road. It is kind of on a downslope, but it works perfectly for what I need it for. The range itself is cut straight into the woods going down about 100 yards or so. I have to say, it has always felt creepy when I am dealing with my targets or mowing. When you are down there, it feels like you are miles away from anyone. One day, around 5 in the evening, I was sighting in a new rifle scope. The sun was still up, but was going to start to fade soon. So I knew this was going to be the final test. Up until this point, nothing really happened while I was making my multiple trips down range other than this feeling of uneasiness. As I got down range, I kept getting this feeling like someone or something was watching me. I looked around but didn't see anything. As I was placing stickers over my previous shots, I heard something big off to the side of me. It sounded like a large branch had snapped off a tree. Now, if you have been in Tennessee woods, you will know that a lot of branches fall off trees randomly out of nowhere, 
so this is nothing new. Except for this time, it was very loud and sounded like fresh, strong wood, if that makes any sense. I turned and looked, but again couldn't see anything. I started walking back up to my rifle, and I swear I heard someone right behind me. I turned around, but again saw nothing. As I started to walk again, I heard this deep growl. It was really deep and loud, and what's worse is that it was all around me. I turned around facing the range and started walking backward. The thought of some rabid dog charging out of the bushes had me freaked out, so running wasn't a good idea. I slowly walked backward up the hill to my rifle, but nothing happened. I grabbed my rifle and sprayed the target with rapid fire, hoping to scare off whatever was stalking me. I left 10 rounds in the mag and grabbed my rifle bag and quickly walked back up to the house. I never told my wife about this as I didn't want to freak her out. Fast forward about a year later from when we moved in, and my niece is staying with us as a live-in nanny to earn money over the summer break from college. We were on our way back from the store and about a mile from our house, and I saw two eyes reflecting in the headlights coming from a wide tree on the side of the road just ahead. It caught my attention because they were higher than a deer, but of a different color and size. Just as I said, what is that? And squinted, they vanished. I had made a comment that it was almost as if it had known I could see its eyes and moved. The color was kind of golden green, but they resembled the mannerism of a large cat as they felt ominous. It's hard to explain, but I shrugged it off as we were passing the tree and saw nothing. A few moments later, we arrived at the house. As we are getting bags out of the car, my three-year-old son came bolting out of the house excited to see me. As I was waiting to help her carry in her bags, I heard my dog growl. I looked to see in the direction she was looking at, my neighbor's property across the street. Now, what I saw has kept me up all night. Up until this point, I have always been skeptical as I had never seen anything with my own two eyes. Even with what had happened to me the year prior, I still had my doubts that it was just my mind playing tricks on me. Now, my street is kind of a spread out neighborhood. Each house sits on several acres, and at the end of our road is Kentucky Lake. My neighbor's house sits adjacent to my house on about an acre lot. Directly in front of my house is a wall of woods, and directly behind my house are several thousand acres of untouched forest. As I was looking across the street to my neighbor's property, I saw a large dark figure between the trees at first. The movement caught me off guard as it looked like something big moving quickly on all fours. Then, when it came out into the clear, it stood up and walked like a man. At first, I didn't know what to make of it. It was very tall, but what was strange about it was the distance it was covering and the fact that when it was in front of our neighbor's shed, I swear I could see through it. It was clearly walking quickly, but moving faster than any person could at a sprint. More importantly, there was no sound. 
It was like it was phasing in and out of reality as it moved. I said, what the hell is that? And realized that it was looking directly at us. It had moved at an angle away from us to minimize its time out in the open, and moving quickly as it could while still being silent. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up as I realized that whatever it was was stalking us. I told my house to get in the house, now, and I grabbed my son and booked it inside. I grabbed my AR-15 with a short scope and came outside to see my niece still grabbing stuff out of her car. Knowing I told her firmly and clearly to get into the house, her disregard for my command annoyed me, but still, I watched over her without saying a word. As she was slowly walking, she turned toward the woods across the street from my house and suddenly bolted for the house. She ran up the steps in a panicked state. I asked her what she saw, and her face was pale as a ghost. She said, I heard something big in the woods walking loudly on the leaves, and when I turned toward it, I heard a deep guttural growl. I asked her why she didn't come in when I told her, and she said she thought I was talking to my son. I told her what I had seen, and she wanted to get a closer look to see if she could see anything. I told her that was not a good idea, and she went anyway. As she was walking down the walkway, I heard the sound of dry leaves crunching in the woods across the street. I told her to stop and come take a flashlight. Now, at this point, she is about six feet away from my wife's SUV. And as she turned and started walking back to me, I caught a glimpse of something gray and hairy bolt from behind the SUV across the street into the woods. My porch is a raised porch, and our SUV is about 6.5 feet tall. And whatever this was, it cleared about 45 feet in what looked like a single jump. It moved like lightning. Whatever it was, it wanted my niece. It jumped behind the car out of my line of sight and was waiting for her. She still doubted my warnings and grabbed the flashlight and walked back toward the car. As she entered my driveway, she stopped dead in her tracks and leaned forward as if she could see something. I asked her what she saw. She turned and ran back up the porch with a terrified look on her face saying nope, 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 over and over again. She said it was a figure hiding inside of a tree and that she saw its eyes. I asked her what they looked like, and all she could say was that they looked dull red at first, but as she got closer, they looked dead. I said, what do you mean dead? And she says that the pupils looked gray, like the way eyes look when they go blind. She said it was really dark gray, and she swears she could see through it almost like a dark cloud. She wanted to go out again and took a step down the stairs. And as she did, it revealed itself from the tree. I said, get back inside, and I went in and locked the door. It looked like a tall, human-shaped being. It was really tall and looked ominous as hell. The next morning, we did a height comparison to the tree limb she saw at Standover, and it puts its height to around 9 feet tall, and its eyes were about 6 inches apart. At this point, I don't know what this thing was. 
After doing some research, I think this was a glimmer man or crawler. I looked to see if there had been any other sightings in Benton County, but nothing. More importantly, I swear it would phase in and out, almost like a shadow person, but bigger and more obvious. Now, I originally posted this on Bigfoot, but after doing a bunch of research, I believe this belongs here. One of the things that makes this fit is that it can communicate telepathically. This explains why everyone was hearing something that no one else could. Secondly, it has a playback-like communication. So when I heard a dog panting, it was probably one of my dogs it had heard. My wife was actually hearing our son crying for help as he had recently fallen and cried for help. The baby crying would be our newborn baby whom she had just given birth to recently. And it must have heard me calling my wife's name and kept telepathically calling my wife's name with my voice. Another thing that my niece had said was that she felt compelled to go back outside to it. She said she felt like this thing was communicating with her somehow and it wanted her to go back outside. The more I read about this thing, the more everything that's happened over the past year makes sense. One thing that I find extra convincing is that down the road toward the lake, there is a property that is barbed wired off and is a wall of forest with no driveway. A lot of the property down our road is undeveloped owned land. And on one of the trees, there is a large old sign that says Screamer lives here with an arrow pointing back into the woods. Now, I have to admit, when I first saw this sign, I laughed thinking maybe the owner screamed at trespassers who entered his property and teenagers put up the sign to mess with him. But when I did a satellite search of our neighborhood, that entire section of road has no houses or trails or anything and it's just pure forest for as far as the eye can see. One thing that this thing is said to do is make a loud scream when threatened. Now that you understand my story, I doubt this is the ending. The next question is, what can we do? I don't want my wife or kids to disappear one day. And if there are more than one of these things out there, this really makes the missing 411 make a lot more sense. I feel perplexed and scared as to what I can do. Any advice? I will try to keep this post alive with any new experiences. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. Remember, if you have a story you'd like to share, please email me at hauntedhtx at gmail.com. I want to give a thanks to Angry Mama Bear for letting me read their story, and to Oscar, as always, for making the intro music. Don't forget to follow so you don't miss another episode, and please leave a five-star rating and a positive review so that other people can find us. If you're interested to see what else has been going on with Angry Mama Bear, they're still updating their threads on Reddit so you can go and check them out. If you want to connect with us on social media, I'll have everything listed in the description below. Alright, that's everything. I hope you all have a good night. Bye, y'all.